ESPN LA 710. Welcome to The Experience here on ESPN LA. I'm Laferne Cusack. For more information, please log on to ESPNLA.com. Go to The Experience page, check out more podcasts, or check me out on Twitter. Today, I am so happy to be speaking with Tracy Lynn Cowan. She is an expert fitness instructor and also an award-winning instructor. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. Tell us how you got into fitness. Well, I've been into fitness ever since I was a real young little girl. So I think I pretty much came out of the womb <laughs> into fitness. I've loved sports my whole life. I played soccer at a very high level so professional back home in Canada and I played baseball I played basketball I did track and field I pretty much was a little tomboy I was a jock and uh, wore my baseball caps and had short hair and tall and skinny little girl and uh, I loved my sports so it's always been like that and fitness became a big part of my life with weights and and being in the gym in my uh, later kind of teens uh, you know I found boys a little bit after uh, sports I quit that and then the gym was my newfound love and it was just my way of to escape and really just uh hone in on something and and I I've loved it since then and to every day now every day it's just what I do and I live it breathe it and it's become a lifestyle for me now so was your family sports oriented no that's the thing that's my mom never worked out in her life and uh, my dad actually well, she, she worked out you, raising the kids <laughs> yeah going well to that's, work. That's, that's right hard work she did her hard work on her own doing that so my mom never was into the gym or fitness anything like that into health and stuff it was actually actually the opposite my dad was a marathon runner later on in life so you know I wasn't into running and anything like that so I said if anyone's chasing see me yell run but that was about it so I've just you know I kind of fell in love with going into the gym and the way it made me feel it wasn't even how it made me look it was how it made me feel mm-hmm. you get the high when yeah. you go in and then it's a serotonin so that's increased and it's just and the dopamine and the levels in your mind and you just feel really good about yourself I wasn't always you know I went from being a athlete to you know I got into a little bit of trouble I started hanging out with the wrong crowd and unfortunately I made some poor decisions and uh, I also suffered with eating disorders my whole life growing up anorexia bulimia starvation body dysmorphia Um, and uh, so I really really needed to teach myself how to eat correctly and how to live the right way because I was blacking out and passing out um, from starving and uh, there would be days where I would not eat or I'd throw up my food unfortunately and I suffered with that for over 20 years. And how did you overcome that? Counseling. I went to counseling and uh, I spoke up about it. I got honest with people and I asked for help because I needed help. I was actually dying. Um, I also uh, had suffered many injuries from playing sports. Um, I was also in a very serious car accident where I almost lost my life in 95. And uh, for me to work around all the injuries and all the pain management and things like that, um, you know, I kind of turned to some alcohol and some other things. And uh, unfortunately, I spiraled downhill for a while. So to creep myself back out of that hole that I found myself Mm -hmm. in, in 2004, April 1st, I decided to change my life and uh, I committed myself to fitness again. And so then it became 
became a good addiction. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and some people think it's extreme, but for me, it works. It really does. And I'm also able to teach and coach other people. And I've be- become a fitness expert in, in category of nutrition, wellness, holistic health and medicine, rehabilitation. And, uh, you know, I just I found my passion. Where did that stem from your bulimia and you know, star yourself. Yeah, you know, and it's you, it's really interesting because actually, young boys and young girls uh, suffer from this, and it, it starts yeah. at age, you know, eight, even some younger. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just always to fit in. I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be beautiful. I wanted to be the girl that was in perfect shape. I wanted to be loved and liked like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I just um, it was became an obsession, and uh, I was starting myself. I was doing binge eating where I would binge and purge and I would throw out my food. Um, I would eat like massive amounts of food in basically I would hide it and then I would eat it in my room and then I would throw it up. Um, I would starve myself. I would go on laxative diets, uh, water diets, you name it. And uh, it was all just really just to fit in because, you know, as we know, society can be very hard. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just wanted to be liked and and uh, I wanted to look. I wanted to look a certain way. Did your family and friends know that this was going on? Actually, they did not. Uh, I kept it a secret for many, many years until the blackout started to happen. Uh, I actually have very low blood pressure being an athlete as well. And so what happened is I would just start to pass out and black out. And then they started to notice. And, uh, you know, because I wasn't, you know, super skinny. I didn't look sick. I looked healthy. And uh, so I could pull it off for a while. And then I started to get honest with them. And uh, that's when I got reached out for the help. You got in reality and you're like, okay. But a lot of people, they don't ask for the help or they feel ashamed. Mm -hmm. So it took a great amount of strength for you to do that. Yeah, I was ashamed and I was embarrassed and people were like, oh, well, that's why you look so good because you're, you know, throwing up your food. And it was like. Well, no, you know, all the hard work and dedication and everything else and, you know, working out in the gym and and being, you know, into sports and fitness. But, you know, that stuff actually made me unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And so when I finally was able to get honest about it, but it wasn't eating addictions um, and disorders. I'm actually a clinical counselor um, and I studied up on it in order to educate myself and to help others. And it actually stems from, you know, a lot of different things. So mine was obviously being brought up in a traumatic uh, environment in my home and uh, so basically I was stuffing my feelings and emotions and Mm -hmm. what I felt is that I could really it was the only thing I could really control in my life and so that's how eating disorders became about for me. Tell us the process of you coming out of that into Mm. being healthy and and Vibrant. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, it took a lot of years, you know, and it's a work in progress every single day, you know, the uh, one day at a time. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's not the thought of like, you know, going out and purging and eating and throwing up. I don't have that anymore. But, uh, you know, it took me a long time. So I went to a counselor and uh, he really helped me work through things. So, you know, the abuse and the stuff that I went through growing up and uh, he was, you know, we just sat down, we broke it down, we put it 
it into chunks and it was like, okay, we're going to deal with this now. And then I learned that I was beautiful no matter what, no matter what shape, size, how I looked. And, you know, it was learning about loving myself. And that was the key. That was the key to my success because before I didn't love myself and I didn't know. And I was always a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. I wanted you to like me and I wanted you to think that I looked a certain way. But now it's about me and, you know, what I can share. So now I can share my experience, my strength and my hope with the rest of the world and help young girls and young boys that are suffering from this so they can understand that there is a way out because it really is a dark place. And uh, I'm so grateful and blessed that I don't have to live like that anymore. Yes, yes. And and you are sharing your story and it helps so many people just to hear the things that you have gone through. Yeah. And, you know, it may spark someone to say, okay, I'm going to I'm going to ask for help now. Yeah, absolutely. And, And keeping secrets is the biggest thing I like to tell people as a life success coach. Don't keep secrets, especially your secrets, because those dark secrets are the ones that are actually going to kill you. And uh, so I was able to get a second chance. And that's why I speak on it now. And I go to schools and colleges and speak on eating disorders and mental health issues and depression. Because, you know, it is that thing. It's just that one little key thing just to know that you're going to be okay. Yes. I also want to approach this self-love. Mm. Um, a lot of things come out of not loving yourself. And, yeah. you know, people may go, ah, that's like, but you can't be in a relationship if you don't love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you can't share the love that you have because you don't have it for yourself. Yeah. You can't give it away if you don't have it. Absolutely. Right. That's it. And that's the bottom line because, you know, I didn't understand why I was having all these abusive relationships, why I was not having great friendships and why nothing was being, you know, in that area of my personal life. My professional life was fantastic. It always has been, you know, and I worked hard at it, but the personal life was never there because I didn't love me and I had all this pain and this trauma and and I just really couldn't escape it until I really discovered what was going on inside. And I had to like strip away all the layers like we talk about, stripping away the onion because there were so many layers. I was actually a very, very angry, angry young woman. And uh, I just really didn't know what to do. And, you know, until someone told me, it's okay, you're going to be okay. And it's okay to not be okay. And that was the biggest thing. When I heard that, you know, I sat back for a minute and my counselor said that and I said, wait a minute, what do you mean it's okay to be not to not be okay? And he said, you're, you're okay. You're not broken. You're whole. You're beautiful. You know, you're this magical person and you're not alone because I always felt like I was alone and fighting the world on my own. And I didn't have anyone to support me and my family and my friends and all these things were happening around me. And I just felt so alone. He said, you're never alone. He goes, step outside your front door right now. Close your eyes. And what do you hear? And I said, I don't want to do that. That's, that's stupid, right? Mm -hmm. He goes, go do it. So I go out of the office and I close my eyes and I hear birds chirping, people talking, people laughing, all these things around me. There was a hummingbird, all these things that I wasn't clear and focused to because before I couldn't hear it because the pain was so strong that it just dominated everything in my life and my head took over. If you don't have your mind in check, your body, it doesn't matter what your body is doing because your mind controls your body. Mm -hmm. And that's what I learned. So for me, it was like, oh, I'm not alone. 
alone. I can do this. I'm going to be okay. Right. And that was day one of, you know, today. Right. Isn't it funny, like, the stuff that we hear in our head that mm-hmm. is, is so negative that it brings it brings you down to the point where you're like, you're beating yourself up on the inside. Mm-hmm. And once you realize, oh, that negative voice inside my head, you know. Yeah. That's all. No? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's the squirrel. Uh, he's like throwing the daggers around, right. juggling the uh, right. you know the knives and the swords inside your brain. And I always think about that little animated character when I'm thinking crazy. So I'm like, no, it's that squirrel again in the right. hamster wheel. And it's like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not listening to that. I actually, yeah. my technique that I've learned over the years is as soon as I get a negative thought going through my mind, I just say out loud. I have this pause button. It's like that um that button from staples um, but i mine's like pause i literally hit it in the air and then i say delete 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 until the thought goes away delete 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 any information that's not you know that i don't want going through my mind i always delete it and people are like why are you high-fiving and i'm just like that's my own little thing i'm i'm good i'm just making sure this clear in the mind right <laughs> Stay on track. Yes, stay on track, definitely. When you say these things, it's also depleting your body as well. Mm -hmm. Your mind, body, and soul always has to be one, especially being an athlete, Tracy. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that and how you transfer that into being healthy? Absolutely. Body, mind, and spirit, so it's all connected. If If one's out of balance, they're all out of balance. It's like a set of rocks. So you have the three rocks are all balanced. You know how the uh, in the Indian, a native Indian culture, I'm actually Native American Indian apart, um, but they have, they balance these rocks. And you wonder, how do they balance these rocks like that? But it's the same thing. Your mind, your body, and your spirit all have to be connected so that we can be able to share these messages with people. Mm-hmm. So if I'm out of whack, say I haven't slept properly because you need to rest, you need to eat well, you need all these different things. But if my mind is not right and my body's right and everything else is good, then everything's going to be off. And that's, we wonder sometimes we go, well, I just don't, I don't feel right. You have those days where you just feel off and you have no idea why. And it's because we have to take a step back and go, what am I going to do to reset myself? It's about the reset plan. So for me, I always have to do a reset, press the reset button and go, okay, what do I need to get in check? Okay. I've depleted myself of everything. I probably haven't eaten that great because I've been busy. I haven't slept well. So what do I do? I write it down. You got to get more sleep. So I need another extra two hours sleep tomorrow. I need to shut off my phone at this time. I need to unplug, check out. And what that means for me is I go to the beach, I get a great book, I get a blanket, and I turn off my phone and nobody knows where I am. And it's the most amazing thing because that I can sit still. And that's when we're able to sit still and be in that calm place. Mm -hmm. That's when the lessons and that's when everything comes to you because we're always so busy. Everyone's just running around. We're driving. We're so just, you know, eager to get everywhere. We're fighting LA traffic. We're doing all these things, but we're always up in our head. Mm -hmm. So meditation is key for me. Meditation is just being in silence so that that chatter up here (laughs) and those little squirrels, the 
chatter. Yeah, just you slow it down, slow everything down, and that's the key to my success. I, I, you know, I teach that and preach that as well to my clients because being a health and professional expert, you know, it's about getting that balance of everything. So stop, slow down, find out what you need. What does your body need? What does your mind need? What does your soul and your spirit need? This is ESPN LA 710. I'm Lafern Cusack speaking with Tracy Lynn Cowan, certified trainer and fitness expert. In speaking about body, mind, and spirit, can you talk about how that relates to your muscles? And and, and let, let me step back for a second. So I always talk about my friend Johnny. I, I met him. He came on my show. He's a, an autistic adult, hmm. and he can see every muscle and tendon. He has um, face blindness, but he can see every muscle and, and tendon that you have mm-hmm. and know where you hold stress, mm-hmm. No you know, what injuries you have, Mm -hmm. but also if you've had any trauma Mm -hmm. and how to release that trauma, Mm -hmm. can you talk about, you know, how you use your muscles in in a way that, you know, you go into the gym, if you have a trauma that's within your body, Mm -hmm. how that may affect your workout? Oh, absolutely. So we carry stress. Um, There's also a wonderful little thing called cortisol. So that will sit in your stomach. And that's why a lot of people are like, why can I not get rid of this belly fat that's sitting on the stomach? So what happens is the cortisol levels goes up and then it's creating this stress in our body. And so when we're under a lot of stress and pressure, our mind's not there anyway. So you think about going into a workout, you're stressed out, you've got this, you've just maybe lost a family member you're fighting with your husband, fighting with your partner, whatever's going on, your child's, you know, going through some stuff at school, whatever's going on. So that's when we, again, it's coming back to a meditative state because again, this is not just about going in and working out and looking good. This is about body mind connection. And Arnold Schwarzenegger talks about it as well, because when you're going in, you have to be one with your body. And as as funny as that may sound, it's actually true because we need to connect with the muscles. We need to connect with the tissues, the body, everything, and be in that workout because Mm -hmm. that workout is taking away and removing that stress and pushing it out and releasing it. So I I hear it a lot of a lot of my clients and, you know, will say to me, Trace, you know, I've got this back pain. I said, did you injure yourself? I said, okay, what's going on for you right now? Do you have a lot of stress at home? He's like, you know, half the guys and girls are like, Oh, yeah, I have stress. And it's like, okay, well, you're carrying that stress and that tension in your back. So we're going to release that. So we do a lot of stretching. We do rehabilitation. And also as a clinical counselor, for me, I sit and I talk with them. So as we're working out, we're connecting with the body. We're connecting with the mind. We're connecting together as, you know, one so that I can help them release this pain and these toxins. And then we go into the workout and we're working out. We're connecting. We're feeling it. And it's amazing. They go, I can't believe how I feel. My back doesn't hurt. And I said, I know, I know. And they go, how did you do that? And and then I explain because it's not about because it's trapped emotions. We trap emotions in the body and people become sick, illnesses, heart disease, cancers, all these things is because of the sicknesses and the stress that's going on in life. That's why people go, well, I don't have time to work out. Well, really, you don't have time for your health because that's what it is. Do you, I, I want to live long. I want to have longevity. I want to have a good, an 
excellent quality of life. I don't go into the gym just so I can look good for people. It's not about that. I feel good because when I leave there, I know that I've given myself an extra chance to live a little bit longer and live a great quality of life. Absolutely. And um, talking about Johnny, when mm. my, so my back was hurting. It was yep. in so much pain. And he was like, sit in your chair and squeeze your knees together. Mm-hmm. And I did that and it went pop, 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 pop. Yep. And he goes, you're giving your power away. Mm. You have to stop giving your power away because yeah. you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. And once I, I realized that, I was like, you know, he, he was like, whenever you're in a stressful situation and you're talking to someone yeah. that you may be giving your power, just hold your knees together. Yeah. And it releases all that tension and yeah. that stress. And my back pain went away. Absolutely. And people don't understand that. Think about your body. I mean, our bodies are so intricate and they're so fascinating. I mean, I remember I was a little girl. I would be sitting beside my mom when she was, my mom was a nurse and uh, rest in peace, mom. My mom's no longer here. Um, But she would sit and read her nursing books. And I was so fascinated. I I was like, how can the body work like that? The fibers, the vessels, all these different things. So think about it on a scientific level. Our bodies are so so, so fragile. I mean, so stress is the number one killer in our society today. And this just goes to show me also being an empath. I'm a very empathetic person. So I take on people's feelings and emotions. And so I have, this is my key, you guys. So I'm going to give you my key because I just walk by somebody. If somebody has negative energy or is sad or feeling unhappy or anything, I take it on. So I put on my armor every time I wake up in the morning. I, you know, ask my guardian angels to protect me. I talk to my higher power, which is God. And I say, hey, put on this peace bubble around me and protect me from all these spirits and all these negative things from me because we we are is like we're so fragile and we don't realize that people put their toxin their parasites on us and we don't even know that's why we kind of have to go in and go okay you know we're going into battle every single day 24 hours we're battling you know we got to get through a lot of stuff so that's why health and fitness and wellness is so important you know not only just the fitness part of it but go in there and make sure you're eating well as well right right um and people talk about how you know you go to work you're at work for eight hours a day with people that and and some people categorize them as okay well you know there's always one negative person at work Mm -hmm. that is always like on your back or doing something and you do pick up people's energy and you know whether you know it or not that does affect you it affects the workplace it affects morale it affects how you complete your daily tasks. Yes, absolutely. The emotional vampires. Yes. I stay clear away from them. I usually can feel them coming before they come. But in a work environment, you can't get away from them. Right. So, you know uh... what? I just, I do my little prayers. It's like, you know, please protect me. Uh, I pray for this person. And, you know, you can do all the fancy dancy little prayers and stuff like that. But you're always going to get that. But you know what I've learned over the years is kill them with kindness. Because if you sit with a toxic person and actually listen to what they're saying, they're actually looking for love. We're all looking for love at the end of the day. So you know what? You just feed positive words back into them. So breathe life back into them. Because I sit with negative people all day long. I have my clients, half of them, you know, before they started working with me for a while, they were negative. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, 
look, you know what? This is great. We're going to talk about this. And mm-hmm. I would talk about their family and things that they loved. Mm-hmm. So you just flip it back. And then before you know it, they're talking to you about the, all these positive things. And they don't even know what hit them. It's kind of a reverse psychology little you know thing that I've studied over the years. So try that next time you've got negative Nelly in the office or whatever. Sorry, if whoever it is in here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, and just talk to them about the things that they love. And you'll see them change. Their facial expression will change. Their eyes will light up. And they'll want to talk to you. And you'll probably actually have to like tell them you have to get going because they're going to want to, because they're going to be <laughs> like, hey, their this life is, story. Yeah, they're like, this is fun. I didn't know what it was like to be positive. Right. <laughs> so let's say that you are taking on a new client, mm-hmm. um, someone that has, that maybe worked out in the past, but, mm-hmm. you know, has gone through some changes and mm-hmm. has gained a lot of weight and they need to start up again. I know that starting up again is very, very hard. Yes. How do you get past that? Well, as a fitness expert and professional, what I do is I always tell, because they usually don't like me because I'm going to tell them all the things they don't want to hear. And, you know, and a lot of the times they know it, especially if they've been in, you know, pretty good shape before or been healthy before. So it always starts with what's going on for you. So what's going on in your life? I always, I want to know what's going on for you, first of all, because to get to one place to get to that other place. So when you're healthy once and then all of a sudden something happens, you gain a whole bunch of weight or this, that, and the other, there's usually because there's been some kind of trauma, there's been some kind of divorce, money, stress, anything, loss of job. So we get to that. So we do the counseling part of everything first. Nutrition is number one. So then I go in and I actually go into your home. I find out what you're eating, what's oh in your cupboard. Yeah, I'm one of those. I go into your cupboards and I was like, okay, so you trust me? You're going to allow me to do this because I'm going to come in and I'm going to change your life. And so I actually get, um, you know, nice little recycling bags and I pack it in and I'm like, okay, you know, because there are, we can donate to the food bank mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Not saying that we want to give that to the food bank, but it's better than not eating. So for us, we put it in a bag and I say, okay, are you ready for your new start in life? So what we're going to do is we're going to go grocery shopping together. It's funny. My client, Joe, shout out to Joe. He's a great guy. He, you know, he wanted to get under 200 pounds. And I said, he goes, I haven't been down under 200 pounds since the nineties. Okay, great. Well, are you willing to do whatever it takes? Yes, I am. Okay, good. So we're going grocery shopping. He's like, I want that. He starts putting, he's like a little kid. You know, when you're a kid and you're putting the Oreos yeah. in the cart and your mom's like, <laughs> uh, you're not having that. Yeah. yeah. The cocoa puffs or whatever. And I was like, no, we're not eating that. And I was like, why would you think you should eat that? And so we Facebook Live did. It was actually pretty funny. So the first three ingredients in every item. So you want to look at the first three ingredients. Those first three ingredients will be what you are eating in that product, in that item. Okay, so preservatives, dyes, all those things. Those are also things that cause cancer. So it's not only on the looking good, feeling good. Again, this is also saving your life in the long run because there's so much garbage out there. And so we go through it and Joe got below 200 pounds. Congratulations, Joe. I'm Yay. Super proud of you. That's excellent. This guy looks good. He's in his 50s, and he is in tip-top shape. Excellent. Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's a lot Thank of hard you. work. But how long... I mean, what what is that process to get down to under 200 pounds? That's a great question. Okay, so for Joe, because he's already, you know, he dropped 40, I believe we went down 43 pounds in total in five months of body fat. 
So Joe is very fit, very muscular. He's in his 50s. He also suffers from an injury on one side of his body uh, from football back in the day. And uh, the other thing is, is that so it's a process different for everybody. So say, you know, I have another client, it's a female, she's, you know, got some injuries, or she's got some health issues, things like that. She's taking medications. So it's really different for everyone. But we start with the nutrition, we also start with the mind. So getting you into a, a comfortable place where your mind is right. So it's that body, mind and spirit, again, connecting them all together, getting the nutrition in order, and then we get you into the gym. And depending on your injuries or what's going on with your health, if you have high blood pressure, I'm going to be putting together different programs for different people because we have to do it specific to your needs. So uh, when you're at the grocery store and you're looking at the products, Okay, so what does his cart look like when you're going up to the register? <laughs> it looks a lot like some brown rice, some broccoli, some spinach, some white fish. I love the white fish, ahi tunas, uh, proteins, chicken, extra lean turkey. So a lot of us, too, we're like, oh, we're eating turkey. Well, turkey actually has really high amounts of fat in it. So we have to get the extra lean turkey, especially specific to the goals and the needs again. So you want to get under 200 pounds. You don't want that fat content to be super high. Uh, we want to do some egg whites, some whole eggs as well, almonds. There's, you know, um, in Joe's case at that time, we actually pulled the fruit out for a little while just to get him to his goal. Oh, really? And then we put the fruit back in. Why? Because of the sugar? And Yeah, because Joe has a sugar. Uh, he's got a lot of problems with some sugar. So unfortunately, he, um, it gets that palate going. Yeah. So it's, he gets I, don't, I don't know anything about yeah. that. And I, yeah. <laughs> And I don't either. <laughs> Chocolate-covered almonds, if I could eat that all day long, right. every day, I would. Right. right. <laughs> Trust me. So, you know, we it would look a lot like that. A lot of green leafy vegetables, a lot of vibrant vegetables. And, uh, and eating a plant-based diet is also something that I'm really, really fond of because you want to eat things that are alive. So they're alive. They're putting in your body and nice and nice and healthy and organic as well, especially with all the sprays and stuff that's going on these days. I know organic is expensive, but your health is worth it. Yeah. And is it is it a set amount of meals a day for everyone or do you also Everybody is different. So again, I cannot put one person on one program and it be the same. I don't like to use the word diet because the yeah. three it's, first letters is die for a reason. <laughs> so it's a nutrition plan. Yeah. So my nutrition plans are all different. Um, you know, four to six small meals a day. Uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, especially for me, they laugh. They're like, you're always eating. That's all you do is eat. But if you look at it and break it down and I have everything written down and it's all formatted is that they're small meals. I'm having maybe a couple egg whites and then I have a 22 almonds. Yes, it's 22. And, um, you know, then I have a cup of spinach and, and then, but it looks like a lot of food, but it's really not. And the more you eat, once your metabolism is kicked in, the more you will lose. And people don't understand that. That's why starvation diets never worked for me because it shut my metabolism down. Nothing was burning and it stayed still. So what you do is you get into fight or flight mode. Your body stores and holds all that body fat mm -hmm. and you can't release it because <laughs> your body's going, I have no idea when you're ever going to feed me again. <laughs> so I'm holding on to this stuff. Help me. Yeah. Help me. It's like I am dying. Yes. <laughs> um, so, okay. So you... You get the food in order, then you tackle the gym. 
Yes. How much cardio, how much weights, what, what is that routine like? Yeah, and again, so different for everyone. I'm not I'm not the uh, fitness coach expert that's like, hey, go stand on the cardio machine for an hour and go sweat it out. I'm not like that. I don't like that, so why yeah, I would I do that for my clients? Stop class? yelling at me. Yeah. <laughs> and I do not respond nicely to no. someone yelling at me. And I want to make gym. it fun for you yeah. because this is not fun for everyone. Like, everyone doesn't love exercising like I do. Right. So I understand that concept. So right. for me, it's like I incorporate a high, it's almost like CrossFit style training because I really like the CrossFit, high reps and low weight and a lot of cardio base. So we're doing jump squats, we're doing jump yeah. lunges, we're doing push-ups, we're keeping the heart rate up and you are moving. For that full hour, you do not stop. And, um, you know, most of my clients, I do train celebrities and athletes, professional athletes. So so, you know, but I also do have the beginner and those people that are just like, hey, that's a little too much. And I go, OK, let's pull it back a little bit. So is there a mindset? Is there a different mindset between uh, training a professional athlete versus someone that is, you know, just getting into trying to be fit? Absolutely. Because, again, I am the worst person they want to see. The beginner is like, oh, heck no. I do not <laughs> want to see her. And sometimes I get hired by their partners, their spouses, and they're just like, oh, great. You know, here walks up Tracy Lynn, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to be training me. So usually they don't like me at first, and then, you know, they get to know me, and my personality comes out, and, and we make it fun. And my pro athletes are hard. Hardcore uh, celebrities are also, you know, you, you get the handful of different ones, you know, uh, a little more uh, work with some. And um, but, you know, they're in there. They're athletes. They they know what they're doing. They have a, you know, as Abe Cruz, shout out to my friend Abe Cruz, uh, mindset of a champion. So these guys are in there and they're working hard. They know what they need to do. I call these the gym warriors. And uh, there's very few of us, but uh, we go in, we get it done and uh, it's work for us. So we talk about like the mindset of an athlete and mm -hmm. how it's so it needs to be so razor focused yes. on, you know, attaining their goal, mm -hmm. um, getting so fit that they are able to, you know, um, have that competitive advantage. Mm -hmm. How do you go about getting that competitive advantage mindset? into someone that is a non-athlete? Yeah, well, great question. So it depends what their goals are, what their why is, why they're doing it. Why are, why are they there? Are they there to lose weight? So they don't want to be a champion. The people that some of them don't want to be, I say some of them. So some of them are like, hey, you know what? I want to lose 20 pounds and I'm That's good. Right, I'm right. good. I'm out. Like, thank you for what you've done. And then there's the ones that are like, I want to be a professional athlete. I right. want to be a fitness model like you, Tracy. I want to be a, um, you know, a competitor. I want to compete and figure like you. I want to do these things. And some of them are just like, I'm good. I want to be toned. I just want to be in shape. I want to be able to walk up the stairs. I want to be able to carry my baby. I want to be able to, you know, like just look okay, you know, and that's it. But that's where I, I yeah. go in and I chip away. Mm -hmm. Because that's not good enough for me. And so that's my mindset doesn't work like that. So that's where I start to instill all the things that I've learned and my skill set and the things that I love. I don't push anything on anyone, but I teach you. And I say, hey, look, don't you want to be a little better than just okay? 
And because we all do, of course we do. We don't want to do the stagnant nine to five, live in the box, drive our car, go home, kiss our husband, eat dinner, go to bed, read the paper, blah, 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 check our emails. That's boring. And I don't live a boring life. So what I want to do is emulate these things to people and go, hey, I know you want better for yourself. So I'm going to show you the way you're going to take it or you're going to leave it. And I, you know, I'm not going to push it on you, but I really want this for you mm-hmm. because I love and care about all my clients and I care about everybody, people, because I want people to be healthy and I want people to live the life of their dreams. I mean, standing on stage last night, receiving a fitness achievement award, uh, shout out to Roman Simon with Lucky Strike Film Festival. I just, it blows me away that, you know, I'm actually in this place in my life and I want to show and teach everyone that. And I want to share that with everyone before I leave this planet, because, you know, it wasn't always like that for me. I struggled and, you know, struggling with addictions and struggling with eating disorders and all these things, you know, and self depression, self hate, all these things. And I want to be able to say, you know what, I know, you know, I know what it feels like to be where you are, because I've been there. I've been to those dark places. I don't want to go back, but I want to pick you up. I'm going to put you under my wing yeah. and I'm going to help you and, and do whatever it takes. Um, and congratulations on your award. Thank let, you. Let, let's talk about that. Yes, amazing. So um, I'm actually just um, kind of delving into the new world as an actress. So I'm going to be on a few action films and films um, coming up for next year, 2018. The Martial Art Kid Part 2 with uh, Don Wilson, Don the Dragon Wilson, Cynthia Rothrock, TJ Storm. And uh, I'm working with Art Camacho. I'm working with Jacob Bresler, uh, Sensei Spice, Williams Crosby, and Jennifer Silverstein, and Roman Simon and his new movie called Shadow Tale of an assassin so I'm a, a you know pretty crazy little assassin and I'm beating <laughs> up a lot of people and uh, so I'm able to use my fitness level that I've learned getting my body to this shape and so in this level so that I can be an action actor and stunt woman so I got a fitness achievement award last night and thank you I just you know I still hasn't really sunk in yeah but I am very grateful and I feel very blessed and so every day you know, it gives me that push to work a little bit harder. So when people go, why are you in the gym for three hours a day? It's like, that's why, because, mm-hmm. you know, and if I can share this message with anyone and save any lives or help people just live a little bit better and a little bit healthier and uh, be free of all these diseases that are going on in the world and cancers and then, you know what, I'm going to keep living it. Yes. And you are doing it. Tracy Lynn, talk about uh, the program that you help um, women in self-defense. Yes. So I Fight for My Life is a program that we're working with right now, and we're going to be traveling all over the world, again, with Spice Williams Crosby, Jennifer Silverstein, and these women are tactical defense, self-defense experts in their field, and they're phenomenal. They've taught me self-defense, and I'm learning. Um, Actually, I'm going to miss it today, so unfortunately, but I absolutely love it. The thing is, is um, I have a voice now. I'm able to speak up. So 
you know what, be preventative about this because you never know. There's an attack going on every, like the statistics are so high that it's absolutely ridiculous. And so people are being attacked, raped, murdered, abused. And, um, you know, I'm speaking up about domestic violence as well. So we're tying it all in together. We're going to teach young women self-defense so that they can learn how to fight off their attackers because you don't even think about it. My level of awareness has been so increased and my level of understanding, getting into your car late at night, fumbling for your keys, getting home from the gym, all these things. These are times where attackers come in and as Spice and Jennifer say, they do their homework. They know exactly where you're going to be, what time and how to get you. So I had no idea. They put me in a chokehold the first class and I was like literally like breaking, trying to break (laughs) my arms and my throat to get out. And I had no idea how to get out. So we don't know how, because you don't know what you don't know. So how are we supposed to know this? So ladies, women, mothers, grandmothers, everyone that you can think of, and hopefully we'll do a class, you know, because men are attacked as well for you so that we can help you. We're actually doing one October. October 22nd, I fight for my life at Pierce College in the Valley in Los Angeles, California, and we're going to be traveling worldwide. I'm going to be teaming up doing the domestic violence part of it and also helping women to understand how to get out of domestic violence situations and abuse relationships. Um, And it's not just physical abuse. It's also the mental abuse as well. Yeah. And oh, gosh. Now I just forgot about the show and the name of the lady that just won the Emmy for, uh, oh, Nicole Kidman. Yes. She was talking about how the show put a light on domestic violence and and abuse. Yeah. And a a lot of people don't understand that emotional abuse where you people like just leave. Yep. And it's like, I can't just leave. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if I plan to leave, then. If he finds me, he'll kill me. Yeah. People don't understand that. And it is that serious. And um, whether they kill you, they stalk you, they um, abuse you. I mean, when you're, you have to think about it this way. Like, and I'm telling people from my own experience, I've been in a few different domestic violence situations. I grew up in uh, domestic violence homes. um, And, you know, it's, 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 it's a terrible situation to be in. And people go, how could you do? I'm like, how could you stay? How could you be in that trace? Like, why don't you just go? It's not that easy. When you're being beaten down and broken down emotionally. You're stripped away of your personality, your character. I wouldn't even take phone calls from my family, from my friends, because I was so ashamed. But I, you know, they, they trip you up and they make you believe that you're nothing. They make you believe that you're, you know, defenseless and all these things. And so now you don't have a voice and you sit back and you go, I guess I'm just going to die here. You know, and I remember being in one point um, with, you know, this situation I was in and uh and it was like you know if you speak up or if you leave me you'll be deported I'd been in the country you know in America from Vancouver BC Canada and I was like I don't want to go back home but I also don't want to die so I had to pretend and play the game of being a happy wife and meanwhile I was being emotionally like mentally and then spiritually and then the physical came in later and I was so beaten down I wanted to die I'd literally begged for God to take my life because I didn't know how to get out 
And people always ask me, why? You're so strong. You're so smart. You're so this and your personality is so vibrant. And I was like, but my personality wasn't like that because I had it taken away. I fought for my life to get out of that situation. I was physically assaulted and I ran away and I got away. I was also then... um basically stalked and harassed and, um, you know, told that I was going to be deported, all these different things that I my life was going to be gone. My family was threatened. And, uh, you know what? I spoke up and I just, I sat back and I've been just going, okay, I can get through this. I can get through this. I can get through this. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I'm fighting and I'm learning how to take care of myself and protect myself because I still look over my shoulder every single day because I don't know. He may strike again. I don't know. But you know what? If I can speak up and people ask me, are you scared because you're speaking up about it now? You know what? No. The reason why is because if I save one woman's life or one child's life or anyone listening, then you know what? I'm going to keep talking because I want to help people. I want people to know it's not only you going through it. We're a lot of us are going through it. I went through it multiple times. I never thought it would happen to me again, ever. I was raised like that. I will never, ever go through this again. And I did. And you know what? I won't go through it again now. I learned my lesson and I'm ready and I'm ready to fight back and I'm ready to teach young women and girls and adults and women all over the world how to fight for your life and how to get out so alive. How did you get out alive? Well, I put a game plan together and I want to thank Tanya Brown, Nicole Simpson Brown's sister. She's also an advocate for domestic violence, obviously losing her sister to a tragic murder. Um, and I and I talked to Tanya and I said, please, please, I, I don't know what to do. And she's like, well, stay safe. Don't say anything. Just wait till he goes to work and then get out. And I said, but he's always watching me. She said, all you need to do is get in the car and drive. And I said, I can't. I'm too scared. I'm she She's like, get in the car and drive. I said, I can't. She goes, get in the car and drive. She repeated over and over and over. I was fumbling. My hands were shaking and the keys are rattling. Well, he, he came home and just like I thought, because my intuition was there and I knew and I felt it and his presence was there. And, uh, I got scared and, uh, you know, I tried to push past him and he picked me up by the throat and he threw me into a steel gate and fractured my arm and bruised me up pretty bad. And, um, I just, I remember going, oh my gosh, I can't tell anyone. I, and I was literally on the ground cement and into the gate and all these people witnessed it. And I ran back, tried to hide in my house and uh, locked the door and the police were called and, um, you know, we filed all these processes and, uh, basically I just was like, I'm too scared to put a restraining order. I'm too scared. I'm going to get killed. He's going to come after me. He's going to find me. They vandalized my car. They just tormented me and taunted me for months and months and months. And this went on. And, uh, and I finally just, I'm healing now, mm -hmm. you know, and it's been a process and, and I feel good now. I feel good because I'm standing up and I'm standing proud and I've finally got my personality back yeah. that girl that was like shunned and just I was like put in this little you know box and it was like I that's not me I want to I want to shine my light again and my lights back and you know I'm and and it's not I'm not a victim you know because I'm able to share my story and I'm alive and I'm grateful and I'm blessed to be here and be able to share this so that I can help other people and you are and thank you thank you for sharing that as um 
wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and you just, you never think it's going to happen to you. And, uh, and that's why I say like with the self-defense and stuff, it's not about learning the martial arts or beating people up. That's not what this is about. You Mm -hmm. guys, it's about learning how to protect yourself because if I could have got out a chokehold before trying to, you know, being strangled by my partner or pinned down on the bed or, you know, slapped around and put up against, pinned up against the wall or, you know, in a headlock or thrown around, I could have been able to get out of that much sooner, but I felt defenseless. And so that's why the mental part of it as well. And so we're going to coach women how to be strong enough mentally and emotionally and spiritually so that they can know that they are enough. And that's what I, Forbes Riley, a wonderful woman, shout out to Forbes Riley. She taught me, she's like, you are enough. And I say it every day and I look in the mirror and I go, I am enough. And that's where that thing, that whole concept comes back in yeah. about self-love. Because if you don't love yourself, you, you're going to stay in those situations because you're going to think that you're not enough and that you're supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? Who else is going to love me? I'm broken. I'm this. We tell ourselves these stories. Yeah. We play yeah. the tape over and over. I'm, you know, I'm this. I'm, I'm ugly. I'm, I'm out of shape. I'm whatever. And that's that self-sabotage that plays over and over and over. So we start reprogramming our mind and saying all these positive affirmations. I am enough. I am good enough. I am great. I am beautiful. I am loved. I am whole. All these things so that we can get into the relationships that we're designed to be in. So what type of training did you go through to, um, for the self-defense well self-defense and that's and I also am learning martial arts as well for my action acting but also for my own self-defense because you just never know what what's going to happen out there in life so you have to be prepared so we're learning how to get out of a chokehold from behind a chokehold from the front we're learning how to get up off the ground after being pinned down um just basically Becoming aware. Mm -hmm. So my level of awareness, ladies, and if I can tell you anything, what I've understood is we're so stuck on these phones. Okay. Yeah. And I'm guilty of it, right? We have this phone glued to our face. Have your keys ready before you get to the car. Don't fumble in your purse. Have them ready. Always to a shoulder check. So it's like getting into your car when you're shoulder checking, you know, to look at your surroundings. Be like familiar with your surroundings because people are lurking again these predators have done their homework they know where you're going to be and a lot of us have routines so they know that you're coming home at five o'clock at night they know you're coming home you're going out of the gym at this time and also posting on social media those are the other things you have to be aware of as well david perez um you know taught us this as well yes high level security officer and uh make sure you're not posting on social media like facebook hey i'm live here right now (laughs) and i've been guilty of it too because your stalker can also or your you know somebody who's being a predator can Mm -hmm. find you and watch you so I've learned how to get out of those and then just have the awareness of my surroundings to know if there's people around me or if there's anyone that could possibly be come up and attack me Give us some top tips on how to get in shape and maintain that body, mind, and soul. Absolutely. And everybody's goals are different. So not everybody wants to look like me. And, you know, yeah. 
I've been called all sorts of things. Some people are like, why would you want to look like a man, muscular, and all these things? And 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 I don't believe that because obviously I don't. Uh, you know, healthy. and very feminine, and and uh, you know, I don't use drugs. I don't use anything like that. I've been drug tested, so I'm I you know happy to say that. Um, so it's all natural. It's all healthy, holistic. I don't take a whole bunch of supplements. I do love one supplement, Swap Fuel, which is a fat burner and a focus, which helps me uh, get through my workouts. But it's not all the, you know, garbage that's in a lot of these other things. So um, eating whole foods, not at whole foods, but whole foods. So whole foods, plant-based nutrition, live foods. So um, don't cook your foods down like the spinach, kale, things like that. Um, do extra lean turkey, chickens, fish, white fish is great. Salmon's great. Healthy fats, everything in moderation. It's about portion and meal prepping, being prepared. I did my hard-boiled eggs this morning. I was so tired. We had our award show last night and everything going on and I had to get it done because if yeah. I don't have my food in check, it throws everything off. And then right. it, it throws off the sleeping. It throws it off does. the mind. So being prepared, you guys. And get rid of the excuses. That's the biggest thing I can tell you. Have your gym clothes prepared. If you go for a walk on the beach, if you go for a walk, do some push-ups. You can do some air squats. You can do anything in your office, your gym. There's like tools. You can do TRX. You can do a spin gym by Forbes Riley. You can do all these different things that you can work out anywhere. So stop the excuses and just set it into your day. So it's like I say to my clients, so you're going to go, when you book your nails, you know, you go to the nail salon. You book your hair, you know, appointment. It's the same thing. You go to the doctors. You don't go, oh, I'm not, I'm just not going to go to the doctors. I'm just not going to go get my hair done, my nails done. <laughs> of course we're going to go because that's part of, you know, our regimen. But we do that to look good. So why would you not take the time to invest in your body to eat well, to eat right, sleep well, six to eight hours a night, hydrate yourself with water daily, at least like a liter of water, mm-hmm. you know, it, and do all these things to maintain that and go for a workout. You're going to feel great because it's releasing, again, the serotonin, the dopamine levels. You feel good after. I can tell everyone, as soon as I go, there's days I do not want to go to the gym. And yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, and then I leave and I feel so good. So it's the same concept, but you have to be prepared. You cannot go through life and go, okay, well, I might just go to Del Taco. I don't even know what it's called because that's (laughs) how little I ever go to it. So, you know, these uh, fast food places and stuff like that. Because if you're starving, you're going to eat anything. I will eat anything in sight if I'm starving and I am not prepared. So be prepared. Uh, Get your meals ready. Pack little Ziploc bags of snacks, healthy snacks, and just be prepared. Be prepared for life. Set it out so it's in your bag for the morning and uh, pack your meals for lunch and and dinner, four to six small meals a day. And uh, I guarantee you will feel a lot better. And once you start seeing the results and you start feeling and looking better, you will continue it and create a lifestyle. It's not a diet. And one day at a time, just make one slight change every single day. If you didn't perfect it that day, that's okay. Start again tomorrow, one day at a time. Yes, one day at a time. And like if you look so far in the future, like, oh, I'm gonna, I want to lose 30 pounds, 80 pounds, yeah. whatever, that causes a sense of overwhelm. And yeah. then you're back in that cycle again of 
unhealthiness. Who wants to do that? Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got one day. You're not even promised tomorrow. So why would you even go into the future? Yeah, half, the, half of these people are saying, oh, when I retire, oh, when I do this, when I do that. Well, you may not make it to retirement, you know, so make sure you just do it today. It's like, hey, you know what? Today, I'm going to eat a little less of this and a little more of this healthy stuff. So those are the things, you know, just chunk it, take it a little bit at a time, because that's the thing. You're too overwhelmed. And yes. it's like people just, you know, are like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Of course you don't want to do it. It's overwhelming. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, this is great. Thank you so much. Fitness and health expert and award-winning athlete, Tracy Lynn Cowan. Tracy, tell us how we could get in touch with you. Um, I know you're on Twitter, TLC Unleashed. Yes, TLC Unleashed is also my Instagram name. And then you can find me at Tracy Lynn Cowan. It's Tr- Tracy with an I, Lynn Cowan on Facebook, Tracy Lynn Health and Wellness Fitness Life Coach on Facebook, Hollywood Vibe Sports and Life on Facebook, and I have Snapchat, Tracy Lynn Cowan, everything, my brands are all TLC Unleashed, www.tlcunleashed.com. You can also find me on The Power of Voices. Uh, my show is called Hollywood Vibe Sports and Life every Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and that is on www.thepowervoices.com. Excellent. Thank you so much. Tracy Lynn Cowan, fitness and health expert. Again, uh, TLC Unleashed. Thanks again for sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. I'm Laferne Cusack. This is ESPN LA 710. ESPN LA 710.